76% of Americans say they're addicted to their phones. Amazing that so many people would admit to that. I'm not addicted to my phone. I'm addicted to what's on my phone. Like, people are addicted to drugs. Nobody's addicted to spoons and belts. <laughs> no one goes to Bottleaholics Anonymous. I shouldn't say no one. Maybe there's someone who's addicted to making that toot-toot train noise with the empty bottles. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, the, 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 mm, that's interesting. It, worth pointing out. What is it on my phone that I'm addicted to? The phone is just the delivery mechanism. Yeah, yeah. Um, where it bothers me the most is... Uh, my attention span for long-form reading. That's yes. what bothers me the most. Yep. And every once in a while, I have some sort of breakthrough, and I feel like I've cured it, and then I backslide again, um, where I like read a book, like spend the weekend just reading a book. And it's so freaking great. It's like it, 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 the, the, the amount of enjoyment it brings me is amazing. Yeah. Why wouldn't I keep that going? But then I get back into the Twitter text world again. Scroll up what's new, yeah, what's been yeah. posted in the last three minutes. And then, oh I just can't, and then I just can't get back into the book. You're it's, killing me with it this. It seems so ponderous to read this giant book. When I think ponderous. <laughs> I have a book I'm anxious to read. I'm excited to read. And every time I look at it, I think, oh, no, I can't do that. Then I go back to flipping through crap on my phone. You know, I'm oh. going to I'm going to read. A, I'm going to finish a book this month. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that goal. commitment to myself. I'm goal. gonna finish a book this month. It's, I will start and finish a book. I'm not just gonna jump in like midway. Excellent <laughs> clarification. <laughs> Don't want to get legalistic on you. Read the last chapter. I finished another book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. That's quite, uh, a, quite a quite a book. A couple of short things. Well, we should mention this. Uh, hearing in Washington, D.C., the significance of it? I don't know. It's the attorney general in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee talking about the Mueller report. Um, but they're in break right now. Not a lot of excitement in the first half. They're at break. Second half includes three presidential candidates that are struggling in the polls. Right. And they all three have a good reason to swing for the fences. And we will bring you those highlights most likely tomorrow, which is plenty soon enough. Senator Cory Booker, Senator Amy Klobuchar, and Senator Kamala Harris, all three have a reason to try to make some noise. So might get excited this af- exciting this afternoon. Um, you're, uh, James Holzer, however you pronounce his name. Oh, the Jeopardy guy. Won again on Jeopardy last night, 19th win, third longest streak. The five, sing- the, the top five single winningness, uh, episodes, he has all five of them. Aside from that, which is pretty impressive, I heard analysis on somewhere I thought it was really good. He's doing to Jeopardy what the Golden State Warriors did to basketball. Yes. Came tell. A, well, everybody knew a three-point shot was worth more than a two-point shot, but you can only take so many because if you miss a certain percent, blah, blah, blah. And then the Warriors just came along, no, we're going to shoot it from three points all the time. Right. And make more of them. Yeah, right? he, He's doing the same thing with Jeopardy. He game-theoried Jeopardy based on analytics and how he, he starts with the, the highest value dollar, builds up a, a bankroll, uses the, hunts and pecks for the daily doubles, doubles up his substantial bankroll and just makes it impossible for anybody else to close the gap. Mm. He just does what everybody thought was a bad idea. And the rest of the league will try to catch up now. Yeah. 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 How interesting. I saw one article talking about how this is the the extension of the professionalization of Jeopardy, where it's not just kind of the amateur Cliff Clavens of the world who happen to know a lot of stuff. There's right. going to be people who specifically know, oh, no, there's there's an 80% chance out of these things that the Daily Double's in this spot. And did you know, you're not about to do that, are you? No. Did you know there are five dollar amounts you're not allowed to bet on Jeopardy? Wait a minute. Yes, I can guess. Well, one. Y- uh, uh, what, are um, they childish? 
What's the? I'm sorry, it'd be a funny joke, but I can't remember. You the can't bet sixty nine dollars, right? Who's the giggity guy from Family Guy? <laughs> Quag, uh, Quagmire, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, Quagmire, you can't bet sixty nine. <laughs> Another number is six six six. Okay, the number of the beast. I don't know what would happen if somebody did that on Jeopardy. Would the world come to a stop? Disqualified. <laughs> the other three are fourteen eighty eight and fourteen eighty eight because they're all associated with white supremacy and or Nazis. You gotta be kidding. The eighty eight uh, thing I think is because the it's the H H. That's the eighth letter of the alphabet. Oh, and, uh, good you lord! Know, yeah. But, but that, again, then there's this white supremacist who died in prison in two thousand seven, and he had eighty eight precepts. Okay, but if somebody did it and it weren't against the rules, what would happen? I mean, what what mayhem would ensue? You if, can't have people signaling Nazis. Yeah, signaling them what to start to do to be more Nazi-ish. Nazi ish. Nazi Germany. You okay with that, Jackson Nazi? Well, I just I never and under- a fascist. I never understand and a white these supremacist. things. Everybody is. If you flash a sign secretly, what does that increase the amount of anything? Or well, if it- I'm Alex Trebek, as if he's like the only guy there, and it's not a bi- big giant company. <laughs> Um, I don't want people using my show. To, no, it's his living room. That's to, just his living room. Alex Trebek's house. <laughs> to he rally goes to his house. Uh, Nazis. And I will quote this uh, this article. I will. Uh, I steal all the time, but I try to credit people. On the bright side, you can bet four twenty all damn day, and you just know Trebek be blazing. <laughs> <laughs> I like where this is going. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Well, what if people ruin other numbers? What if I'm out to ruin numbers? The number 710 is for people who like to kick puppies. Right. That's what that number means. Oh, yeah. Seven kicks get you 10 hours of enjoyment. That's what we puppy kickers say. That's our motto. And I number, even have a tattoo. 710. The number 78, it means you're pro-slavery. So never you never can use right. that number. Right. That's Actually, seems 23 would be good. Two-thirds, like was in the original okay, Constitution. Fine. I'm pro-slavery. Yes. It's like uh, I heard the other day, the New York Yankees actually have a severe problem with they've retired so many numbers. Uh, guys are like, how about 48? Oh, no, no. That was uh, Lefty McGee. <laughs> Back in 1912. All right. How about that's 49? True. Oh, can... no. That's G- Guts McGill. <laughs> a team can only retire 99 numbers. <laughs> right. right. You got all everybody running around with the number seven. Of course, that would be, that's Mickey Mantle's number, sure. right? Sure. Yeah. yeah, I can't have anyway, that one. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. Evidently, it's an issue. Um, so, remember the story from Joe Biden's family? This is an unfortunate story. This is just tawdry, is what it is. Oh, I need to talk about how nudist organizations are coming out in favor of Biden, because he liked to swim nude in front of staff. Well, let's do both the Biden stories together when we come back, then. Oh, we'll fit okay. them all together. All right. We did get this text I wanted to mention. So, hold on. Joe refused to do any of the sexy accents yesterday, but since has offered his whale and his beagle impersonations. Impersonations. <laughs> That's right, I'm off of human accents. I'm more into animal sounds now. I'm cool. My animal sounds have won awards, by the way. Some people make a couple of animal sounds to entertain their kids. I labored at it for years. I would listen to the actual animal and really? work at it. Oh, yeah. Very important to me. Huh. Some would say a total waste of the limited time you have on Earth. <laughs> I would say... <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Of the nation.
Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. The Armstrong and Getty Show. According to a new CNN poll of Democratic voters, Biden is currently the number one choice uh, by a lot. He's 24 points ahead of his closest competitor, Bernie Sanders, who is in second place, which could mean a showdown between Biden and Bernie, which is exciting. You know, usually when a, a couple of 70-year-olds are in competition, the winner is whoever yells bingo first. So this is... A couple of Joe Biden stories, as he is the, uh, the faraway leader right now. So he had that, the, the reason he says he didn't run for president last time around, coming off a successful, based on the polls, two-term presidency, and he was the vice president, mm-hmm. he didn't run. Usually the vice president runs. Right. He didn't run because his son died of cancer. And uh, Bo, Bo Biden died from cancer at the age of 46. And the story is, and it's, a, it's an interesting story, so he's got another son, Hunter, who was married, for decades and had several kids, left his wife and went and had an affair with his dead brother's wife. Yeah. Breaking up his previous family and then ended up marrying his brother's wife. Mm. And they just this week reported that they are splitting up. Oh, boy. Two years after uh, after that happened. So... That's yeah. a rough situation. Yeah, and we've actually had people like bring that up seriously. You guys ought to get into this. This could doom Biden. It's just I'm interesting. Like, hey, listen, I've Why tried as hard. Uh, well, I know. That's my point. I've tried as hard as I can to, to get my kids coached up and turn them loose. Go live your life. Enjoy yourselves. Make your decisions. Make your mistakes. It's, it's I'm, I'm not. I don't have your leash in my hand anymore. Well, the, this is a particularly interesting situation. Oh, I'm not saying it's not interesting. I'm just saying you can't pin that on Joe Biden. As Hunter Biden said this week, um, now that he's getting a divorce from his late brother's widow, ex-wife, yeah. widow, yeah, having divorced his other wife, <coughs> he said, I lost my mom and sister in a car wreck, then my brother to cancer. It's been a very difficult life. Mm. You know, there, I don't know what all those emotions would be like and everything like that. And what it was like between him and his brother's wife as, as he went through all the can. I don't, you know, who knows? I don't even no, want to go there I don't in either. my head. I don't either. Yeah, but why I, are you taking I, me there? I certainly don't assign any blame of any kind to Joe Biden over it. Right. Yeah, that'd be crazy. So nudists are coming out and saying they're in favor of Biden because allegedly he swam. He likes to swim in the nude. Like John I, I, Quincy Adams before him. I don't get that, swimming naked. Well, John Quincy Adams swimming in the nude, wouldn't that just be a lack of good swimsuits in the uh, 
Late 1700s, early 1800s? First, I shall don my swimming pantaloons. <laughs> Wool is not very floatable. Exactly. Right? I yeah. can understand not having swim trunks back in the day. Right. Why Biden's swimming naked, I don't know. Famous story that a female journalist could never get an interview with old uh, JQA. And so one day went down to the riverbank and stole his clothes and said, you're not getting them back until you give me an interview. Now that's journalism. And, and he said, okay, I will. Plucky gal. I don't recall her name, but... Uh, Here's Tor. Uh, but so anyway, allegedly, uh, Uncle Joe likes to swim in the nude, including, according to that Ronald Kessler fellow who wrote those uh, Secret Service tell-all books, um, he did it in front of female Secret Service uh, gals and other staffers who hated it. But anyway, somebody went around getting statements from, for instance, Eric Shuthauf, executive director of the American Association for Nude Recreation, who said, and I quote, we are encouraged by the prospect. We are encouraged by the prospect that someone who understands how much you enjoy your birthday suit is seeking higher office. That's a great thing. <laughs> I don't understand you nude enthusiasts. Why you feel like you're fighting the good fight? Right. I don't get that. Take a guess. What percentage of Americans have engaged in skinny dipping? Well, that's that skinny dipping. If, if you haven't ever, you're a fool. Yeah. You should try it. It's great. De- yeah. Define skinny dipping. It's Is it so just swimming sexy. naked at any point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think everybody. I, it's can. actually less than I thought it was. Uh, had had kicked it nudist style, but that doesn't count. Um, he says he says eighteen percent of Americans have engaged in skinny dipping. Polling I, indicates even greater interest among young adults. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Did did he go into the obvious archives and dig that one out of the holiest of holies? Skinny dipping almost always yeah. with other people who also want to do that is completely different than you work here, you have to be here, you have no choice, and I'm going to walk around naked in front of you, and oh, by the way, you're sworn to secrecy. Right. I don't know why, but I feel differently the fact that it was Secret Service people kind of in his security detail as opposed to, like, campaign aides or something like that. If there's if anybody that could quit or complain, well, that's between y'all, if you're, if you're okay with that, I guess, but... It's all about power, Jack, power relationships. Well, I, I don't know, is this an unfair comparison of... of uh, a sports reporter who has to go into a locker room to do their job, right? Like I, 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 it's, I hate the fact that they stand there without a towel to answer the questions, but that's kind of that's the job that I signed up for. Right. If, if you're a Secret Service protector, your thing is I got to go with this guy wherever he goes. Do do athletes do that as a power play? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, as yeah. A, if, if you're if I got to answer your stupid questions, you're gonna have to look at my junk. Oh God, yeah, can you imagine? Oh, please. I'd like to make it re- clear to reporters all over the world. I'd gladly answer your questions with my pants on. <laughs> Goes on to say, uh, I'm surprised this hasn't become a bigger deal. Is it going to at some point? At some point, he's he's going to have to say, no, that didn't happen. Isn't he? Isn't somebody going to ask him? I would think, and now, since we've heard this playbook over and over again, not that I have any reason to think Joe Biden was taking it that direction, but this is what Charlie Rose did. This is what a number of people did. That ended up being sexual perbs. So I would think he'd have to answer the question just for that reason. That's a good point. I mean, yeah, Charlie. Yeah, that's a good point. It it really seems like not only Charlie Rose, but a couple other people whose play was, oh, look, my robe is open. Old uh, Rapey Weinstein did that, yeah. among others. Charlie Theron's out with a story. She's got a new movie out. Bothers me a little that she's telling this story the, the day that she her new movie comes out, you know? Um. 
kind of makes it seem like you're still part of the whole Hollywood thing. You saved this story about how disgusting Hollywood is for whenever it would beneficially benefit you financially. I just and, I don't like the your look movie of company it. and the rest of it. Yeah, yeah I hear you. But anyway, uh, doing the interview rounds this week with her new movie with Seth Rogen, she said her first job interview in Hollywood. She was 19. She didn't name the uh, producer, which why is she keeping it a secret? I have no idea. She said he's still a really big deal and powerful. That's why. God, you're Charlize Theron. Yeah. You'd think you could come forward and say it. But anyway, she was 19 years old. She got her first opportunity to try out for a film, and she was told uh, to meet the, to go to this guy's house 930 at night. I'm wow. thinking that's a terrible idea. Wow. If I'm if I'm your dad, I'm saying don't go to some guy's house at 9:30 at night. But anyway, for a job interview? Right. Well, to yeah, it's to the movie go, business. Go, go, go. Around the clock. To read some lines and imagine what she looked like at 19. I mean, she's a pretty Ooh. stunning woman. But anyway, she goes to this guy's uh, house. Guess what? He shows up in a robe and nothing else with a drink in his hand, offers her a drink as a 19-year-old. Sits next to her on the couch, puts his hand on his leg. She asks, "Do you want me to some re- read some lines?" And he says, "No, let's just talk and get to know each other." And then he tried to kiss her, and she got up and left, and she was been mad at herself ever since for being so stupid, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But, um, yeah, so that's the playbook. That's the playbook on that. Wow. And, you know, as Sean always says, you would only keep you would only do that because it was working. Right. There right. she is right there on with, uh, there's Charlize there on right now promoting her movie. Yeah. But she kept that, she's keeping the guy's name secret, and she didn't even tell this story until it would be, uh, and she had a movie coming out. How much is the sweat building up on the back of that guy's neck? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, she's already said she's keeping it quiet, so. Yeah, that's true. Know. Because he's powerful. What's, what's that got to do with it? You've got more money than you could ever spend. You won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah if you can't say it. Yeah. Who could? Uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Well, Attorney General Barr telling lawmakers he's now frustrated with Robert Mueller. Google employees public shaming of their company, and we have Big Yeti news coming up. Big Yeti news? I would say any Yeti news is Big Yeti (laughs) news. Wow. Uh, Are we talking about the the cup that keeps your drinks cold, or are we talking about Sasquatch? Oh, we're talking about Sasquatch. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic Bigfoot of the Slopes. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. this again for anybody who didn't hear it the highlight of the hearing so far (laughs) highlight easily amused lindsey graham reading texts from fbi agents went something like this october the 19th 2016 trump is a idiot reading text or interior monologue you decide (laughs) no he was was reading a text so that's the chair of the judiciary committee but so I haven't seen the video, but our producer Hanson was just saying, if you look at the video, which we have at armstrongandgetty.com, he clearly was looking forward to dropping an F-bomb in front of everybody. How dare you? For a little shock <laughs> and awe. Wow. Well, there was shock and there was awe after that. I wonder if he just plain thought, yeah. I'm going to make the headline right here. All right. This is going to... Uh, usurp anybody else's attempt to be the clip of the day. Oh, boy. And he's right. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. yeah. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, word is for the second round of hearings, the House Judiciary Committee is considering adding an additional hour of questioning during Attorney General Bill Barr's hearing tomorrow. They want to tack on another hour. Really? Yes. 
Is it because they're not going to get to everybody? Uh, this is from Nadler. He's saying, we want more time. Okay. So we'll see what happens well, there. Well, yeah, he's just asking for this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. and the rest of it, All and right. getting what he can get. Barr, meanwhile, testifying before the uh, Senate uh, Judiciary Committee about the Mueller report. In a letter that was dated March 27th, the special counsel says there was public confusion about the results of the investigation following Barr's four-page summary to Congress. During his testimony today, Barr repeatedly expressed frustration with Mueller for not coming to a conclusion on obstruction of justice. I think that if he felt that he shouldn't go down the path of making a traditional prosecutive decision, then he shouldn't have investigated. That was the time to uh, pull up. I wish I was as good at arguing as Bill Barr is. Oh, he's world class, man. (laughs) You cannot argue him into a corner, please. Barr saying he's not totally sure why the special counsel didn't reach a conclusion about the uh, obstruction charges or suggestions. Senator Lindsey Graham asking at one point. As to obstruction of justice, were you surprised he was going to let you decide? Uh, Yes, I was surprised. And there you hmm. go. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I, I will be interested in when Mueller testifies, being asked about that. What what did you expect to happen? What did you want to happen? I read one commentator, I don't recall who, say, it seems pretty clear, having worked on this sort of thing, that they just had a divided crew. The inner sanctum of Mueller's people. Some thought, yeah, it's obstruction. Some said, no, it is not. And so they just had to, you know, hand over the half-baked cake and... Say, I'll do with this what you want. The main lawyer they have on Fox, Judge Napolitano, Mm -hmm. is hardcore. There are several examples of clear-cut obstruction of justice in there. And there's no way Judge Napolitano is saying that because it's making him any friends at Fox among the viewers or the people who run the place. Right. It must just be what what he believes. Uh, So there are strong opinions on either side of this, depending on your legal views, I guess. Yeah, you know, I frequently like the judge because he expresses libertarian principles pretty eloquently, but he also despises Donald Trump. And I just, I disagree with him on this, but mm, that's fine. Venezuelans are taken to the streets again today in what opposition leader Juan Guaido claims will be the largest march in their history. There's already been some exchanges between Guaido and Maduro's supporters. There's also been more tear gas fired. This coming a day after Guaido called for Venezuela's military to force out the president, Nicolas Maduro. So far, it sounds more peaceful than if a conservative tries to speak at UC Berkeley. I mean, let's not get too <laughs> so, crazy about yeah. it. If you're a dictator, don't you just take the deal and go live in France for the rest of your life or wherever they send you? In? If it's me? Yeah. Oh, please, yeah. Dictating stressful. I'd be gone yeah. already. Oh, yeah. U.S. National Security Advisor John Bolton on Maduro's current situation. I think Maduro is now surrounded by scorpions in a bottle, and it's only a matter of time. That of course, sounds that, horrifying. Yeah, it does. It's great. Yeah. Does, does nothing pleasant about What if about they that? get out of the bottle? <laughs> well, and it's got to be a big old bottle because he's a big old fat boy. <laughs> but so that whole I'm going to retire to another country thing doesn't always work out. That's the sort of the deal Trotsky made in Russia, got, getting out of Russia the way he How'd did. How'd that end up? And they, uh, they, they found him and put a nice pick through his head. Oh, boy. Especially Down in if, Mexico. if one of the, the big heavies in the dictatorship world, Putin, is saying, don't you dare leave that country. Right. Maybe, you know, in his secret hotel of dictatordom, you know, he no longer gets the the presidential suite. My metaphor went too far. 
<laughs> Google employees planning a sit-in at the Mountain View, California Googleplex today to protest... The Googleplex. A, ...to protest alleged retaliation for a previous protest they held. Ah. In tweets, the workers say, six months ago we walked out, this time we're sitting in. They claim managers have been demoting employees and forcing them to take sick leave since 20,000 staged a walkout over the company's handling of sexual harassment complaints. So now, they're walking out, they're sitting in. It's what you get for hiring a bunch of woke snowflakes. Never-ending protests. Enjoy! Officials in India are making headlines after their discovery of some very large footprints in the Himalayas. Hmm. Indian military officials posting pictures of the 32-inch footprints on Twitter claiming they appear to belong to the legendary ape-like beast known as a yeti. The officials say the footprints were found near a base camp in early April. Spokesman for India's defense ministry says the pictures were taken by the Army's mountaineering team and have been passed on to the scientific community for verification. My kids will be very excited about a Bigfoot sighting. 32-inch footprints. Michael, can you have... Uh, can hey, you, have beautiful hair. Can you give me the ability to play audio, please? I believe I've captured the call of the Yeti. It sounds something like the internet sucks here. 32-inch... <laughs> you got to custom order those shoes, don't right. you? It's mm. a big you old... go to a specialty foot. website. It's not working. Hence his name. Very disappointing. <laughs> Bigfoot. Oh, Big, is that where that comes Bigfoot from? Bigfoot can't have tiny feet. That's your news. I'm Marshall. What if it's like calling a fat guy tiny? Sometimes you get ironic nicknames. All right. Right. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. If the Army found Yeti footprints, why didn't they... The call of the Yeti. So where did you get that? What is that? Last time I was in the Himalayas. I happened to be uh, recording a uh, a, a voicemail or a, a, what do you call it? Voice message to myself. Note to self, I believe Mount Everest to be the tallest mountain in the world. And then all of a sudden I heard the sound, the haunting cry. Excuse me. I think I've made that one. I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> oh, classic. Oh. Unfortunate there. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, again, that sound was. <laughs> no, that's not good. So we got this text. If the Indian Army found Yeti footprints. Maybe mix in some probiotics. <laughs> if the Indian Army found Yeti footprints, why didn't they track it? Yes. You got to follow 32 foot footprints, 32 inch footprints. I go ahead and I follow those and see where they go. I don't yeah, just you think, go ahead. I don't just think, oh, I'll be darned and go about my day. Job's done. <laughs> we found the one footprint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although if I heard that noise, I might stay clear. Oh, I'm telling you, it sends a chill through your heart, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go on. Oh, boy. <laughs> Poor Yeti. You all right in there? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Show. Wake up, flush out, so 
Now the company superimposes pictures of you onto backdrops of things like Hawaii, the Grand Canyon, and other popular vacation spots. Now you may think this is a bit over the top, but it seems to actually be a growing trend. A survey by travel site JetCost says around 10% of people admitted to putting fake travel photos on their social media pages. Posting photos of fake trips, guys, come on, that is so sad. Like if you want to make other people on social media jealous, don't just do it the old-fashioned way by pretending you're in a happy relationship, you know? <laughs> yeah, they sleep in separate bedrooms. Don't believe the hype. Man, if you are putting on fake vacation pics, you're so all far out of whack. I don't even know if you can get back in whack. I'm telling you, I worry about that stuff. When you're not doing it, because I'm not doing it. I'm not involved. I'm not on Facebook. And if you're not doing it, it seems so crazy. But it's the, I'm not doing it and looking at everybody else's and competing every day. The popularity of the uh, retouch your selfie thing. I mean, that's so ubiquitous now. I have a feeling, a pretty strong feeling, that uh, my one kid is doesn't even think there's anything nutty about that. Oh, I don't think so. We, we I brought up the Facetune app. At a dinner we had not long ago with mm-hmm. a bunch of people we work with, and the women there said, oh, yeah, I use it every single picture. Yeah, it's great. Why wouldn't I use it? Why wouldn't I use it? I use it every picture. Wow. I, I, I guarantee you that it's more common than not mm. to do that. Wow. Hey, my phone's exploding, and I looked at it. L.A. Times says, the family of a Chinese student admitted to Stanford paid $6.5 million to the consultant at the heart of the college admissions fraud thing. That's the first Stanford, isn't it? Then uh, no, the Stanford was the sailing. Oh, were they? I thought. I thought one of your elite universities got to claim they were off the hook, and it was Stanford. But one of them did. Uh, New York Times prosecutors are pursuing more parents. Dang it! uh, In the college admissions fraud case, were any of them on early '90s sitcoms? Because otherwise, I don't care. (laughs) Sparking fear in Southern California. Sending ripples of fear through elite circles in Southern California and stirring speculation about which well-heeled executive or celebrity might be the next to be charged. Yeah, if it's not a milfish 90s sitcom star. Where did Boomer from you know. Coach's kids go to college? I need to know. <laughs> um, I, okay, so we're back to the beginning on this, though. So you're going to tell me a gazillionaire Chinese guy can pay a lot of money and get his kid into Stanford? I assumed that's the way it works. I just like to see the high brought low. I don't think there's anything moral going on here at all. What about the people who couldn't be admitted because their spot was taken by a? Oh, that well, sucks. they should have paid up. That that's, that sucks. And no, no I don't like it. it. I don't right. like it. But just did 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 someone think I didn't already believe that? <laughs> or, right. or most of us? Do you did you actually at Stanford? Did you actually at Stanford and Harvard and Yale? Do you think that all of us that didn't go to those colleges? You think we believe everybody got in on merit? Because none of us believe that. Right. No, but none of us, my whole life, none of us have believed that. Wow. Uh, uh, we assumed that you know somebody rich or your dad's rich and donated a lot of money or something. That's what we all assume. You know, USC labored for years to get rid of the image, the University for Spoiled Children. Um, but it would appear, judging by statements from the lead prosecutor in the Boston courtroom where this is all going on, that there were more students, and it all centers around USC as recruited athletes based on fabricated qualifications. How not shocking that in the heart of plastic surgeryville, right? That, that that that's the way it works. But again, I assumed that I always have. To me, the only 
new information on this to the whole thing is that they didn't think we already knew that's the way it worked. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Do I think also super smart people get in? Yeah. But I also think super rich, well-connected people get in. I've always believed that. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't need this big sting to convince me. Mm. Yeah, no kidding. So all those rich and powerful people, those, their kids just happen to be so smart that they go to the Harvards and Yales and USC's of the right. world. They're super achievers. All yeah. your movie stars We're and politicians, they're just all that much smarter than us. Their kids go to those colleges on merit alone. I never believed that. Mm. So you didn't really pull back the curtain on anything. Again, to quote our former boss who was prosecuted in this, uh, my, my daughter did get into Georgetown. So, so I, what I, very, what very I wonder, like her, yes. since we know her pretty well, yeah. did she think that we believed everybody that goes to those colleges got in on merit? No, but she was hoping you thought that about her. Yeah, kid. and I did, actually. Right. And I did, actually, because yeah. she went to some pretty fancy universities. Although just having gone through that process, I was at least skeptical. I was floored that an affluent white girl from the other end of the country would be admitted. Um, I, I thought, wow, I was astonished. That's yeah, and that's, now I know why. That's the other part of it. It's really hard to get in a lot of those universities as a as a, as an affluent white kid to start with. Yeah, if they have X number of slots open, yeah, they they don't go for that. They go for Chinese nationals who are paying the full ride, plus six point five mil in the case of the one Stanford student. For me, is if. If that's going to be the thing, and we all kind of nudge, nudge, wink, wink, hey, yeah, some people get their their path greased there. You got to do a better job of covering your tracks than photoshopping a face onto a water polo player, right? Like to me, that's the interesting. Just how lazy they got with pretending that yeah, this was all yeah, real, which shows you how it just just it, out in the open it was. Yeah. It was just look. If you're rich and well connected, give us some money. Your kid gets in, and they didn't think they even needed to like work at hiding it. We know you can't sail. It's fine. We do this all the time. <laughs> yeah, this is the way it works. Right. Well, we got that note from a college athlete who who got recruited to transfer actually, and he said to a more auspicious program, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that, but you know, I'm going to miss my girlfriend real bad." And the coach said, "Yeah, no problem. Give me a day." And then the, suddenly the girlfriend was I can't remember what, but so it's routine. And and like you say, they got a little lazy about it, but I don't know. I just I don't care that much. <laughs> I I I think it's funny. I think it's it amuses me. But there are a list of outrages in the world. It's a fairly lengthy one, and I just don't have the time or energy to really get outraged at this. Well, one. right, similar to the um, I don't compete on Facebook, so it just seems so crazy to me that that some of you do. I just I'm not in that world. I'm not in the world of giving a damn what college my kids go to. So right. It's not going to have an effect on me. <laughs> it's like going to the zoo and watching the animals. Isn't that interesting how the cheetah behaves? Isn't that interesting how the super elite of Southern California behave? I don't particularly care. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, cheetah's that's, a beautiful beast, though. Fast runner. That's a lot of money. How do you, if you're Stanford, turn down that kid? How would you say no to that? Six million dollars. Well, we'll they make didn't get the money. Who got that money? I don't know. We'll that's, find out. That's I guess, a good yeah. question. Final thoughts with A and G. Yeah! But all these universities already have billions and billions of dollars. What do they need the money for anyway? Ah, you can always take more, huh? <laughs> Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody. What not? Wait, huh? Michelangelo, final thought? Oh, uh, yeah, just a reminder that skinny dipping Joe Biden style may seem fun, but most people you don't want to see naked. Uh, go to your local nude beach and you'll be reminded of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, right. Uh, Marshall Phillips, your final thought. I can say I am not tainted by any kind of scandal like the ones you guys were talking about. I can truly say my parents did not shell out big donations for me to get into Chafee Junior College and or Cal State Fullerton. Yes, I got into Colby Community College on my own merits. Yes. Wow. Being alive. Yes. Wow, fantastic. That was my merit that got me in. I could sign my name. Yeah. yeah. You're breathing. Come Positive on Positive Sean, a final thought for us? Yeah, a mom in Arizona was attacked by bees after a wind blows a beehive off a tree and it fell on her head. Oh, that sucks. How was your day? Her <laughs> response when asked about it, she said, I'm happy that I'm not allergic. I'm glad it didn't happen to somebody who was. So I'm I'm okay with it happening to me. She has figured out the secret to happiness. Wow, I no like kidding. this woman. Yeah. That wow. is a generous view of a the beautiful world. thing there, Sean. But Jack, a final thought for us? My only final thought is, hey Sasquatch, take it easy in there. You're gonna blow out an O-ring. That's my final thought. <laughs> oh. You done in there? Not Yeti. Boy, <laughs> you should have told me to keep that sound around. Uh, uh, my final thought is, I was watching some of the uh, hearing where old Bill Barr is getting grilled. Some days you grill the bar, some days the bar grills you. Uh, but uh, this various sense. Uh, Senators were trying to argue him into a corner, and old Bill Barr slapped him away like they're little fleas. He's like, listen, you may have been the second best arguer in Louisiana, Nebraska, but this guy is world class. Your three presidential candidates coming up in the afternoon session, though, and they're going to get after it one way or another to try to make some noise. Oh, yeah. Three candidates that were supposed to be doing better in the polls than they currently are. They're desperate for a headline, desperate for a soundbite. Absolutely. So we'll pay attention to that. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have the clicks, the links, the articles that we talked about. Plus, you can email us. Some we ought to be talking about. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Trump is a f***ing idiot. Armstrong and Getty.